what he had been dreaming about when his father had woken him up. Downstairs in the sitting room, next to the television, there was a large phosphorescent fish tank containing a squishy green jellyfish which spoke a strange language, all C's, Z's and R's, and the amazing thing was that he could understand every word. What time is it? he wondered with a yawn. The luminous dial of the radio alarm on the floor showed 3.23. His father lit a cigarette and snorted. I'm pissed off with it! It's punch drunk, that dog, said Cristiano, with all the beatings it's taken. Now that his heart had stopped pounding, Cristiano felt sleep pressing down on his eyelids. His mouth was dry and full of the taste of garlic from the takeaway chicken. A drink of water might have washed that foul taste away, but it was too cold to go down to the kitchen. He felt like resuming the dream about the jellyfish from where he had left off. He rubbed his eyes. Why don't you go to bed? The question was on the tip of his tongue, but he checked it. From the way his father was pacing around the room, there wasn't much chance of him calming down. Three stars. Cristiano ranked his father's rages on a five-star scale. No, three to four. Already in the approach with caution area, where the only strategy was to agree with everything he said and keep out of his way as much as possible. His father turned round and kicked a white plastic chair, which hurtled across the room and fetched up against the pile of boxes where Cristiano kept his clothes. No, he had been wrong. This was five stars, red alert. Here the only thing to do was to keep stum and blend in with your surroundings. His father had been in a filthy mood for the past week. A few days earlier, he had lost his temper with the bathroom door because it wouldn't open. The lock was broken. For a couple of minutes, he had fiddled with a screwdriver. He had knelt there, swearing and heaping curses on Fratini, the ironmonger who had sold it to him the Chinese manufacturers who had made it out of tin, and the politicians who allowed such crap to be imported, as if they were all standing there in front of him. But it was no good. The door just wouldn't budge. One punch. Another one. Harder. Another. The door had leaped on its hinges, but hadn't come open. Reno had gone to his bedroom, got the gun and fired at the lock, but it still hadn't yielded. The only result had been a deafening bang, which had left Cristiano dazed for half an hour. There had been one good thing about this. It had taught Cristiano that, contrary to what the movies would have us believe, you can't open a door by shooting at its lock. In the end, his father had started kicking the door. He had smashed it in, shouting and tearing out strips of wood with his bare hands. When he had got inside the bathroom, he had punched the mirror, and shards of glass had gone everywhere, and he had cut his hand and had to sit for a long time, dripping with blood on the edge of the bath, smoking a cigarette. "'What the fuck do I care if he's punch-drunk?' replied Reno, after thinking it over for a while. "'I'm pissed off with it. I've got to go to work tomorrow.' He came towards his son and sat down on the edge of his bed. "'Do you know something that really gets on my nose?' Stepping out of the shower in the morning, soaking wet, and putting my feet on the freezing cold tiles, and at the risk of breaking my neck. He smirked, loaded the pistol, and held it out to him by the barrel. 
I was thinking that what we need is a nice new dogskin mat. Two. At three thirty-five in the morning, Cristiano Zena left the house wearing green rubber boots, his checked pajama trousers, and his father's windproof jacket. In one hand, he held the pistol; in the other, a torch. Cristiano was a slim boy, tall for his thirteen years, with slender wrists and ankles, long bony hands, and a size forty-four foot. On his head grew a tousled mop of fair hair, which couldn't conceal his protruding ears, and which continued down onto his cheeks in the form of two bushy sideburns. He had two big blue eyes, separated by a small snub nose, and a mouth too wide for his thin face. The snow was falling more thickly, the air was still, and the temperature several degrees below zero. Christian.